Hello, and welcome to Cabana Chats, a podcast about writing and community brought to you by The Resort, an international community of writers based in Queens, New York City. I'm your host and founder of The Resort, Catherine Lasoda. At The Resort, we offer online community for writers, workshops, one-on-one coaching for writers, and group programs. You can check out all of our offerings at theresortlic.com. On the Cabana Chats podcast, we have conversations with awesome guests, writers, and publishing professionals about the importance of community in the writing life and the writing process. We also have episodes that offer prompts, encouragement, and support for writers. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey there, it's Catherine Lasota here with another solo episode of the Cabana Chats podcast. As I record this, we are in the middle of our summer group program for writers called Summer of Support, and it has been so wonderful to spend time with this amazing group of writers who are working on all different kinds of projects. We come together every week to share what we're working on, share our challenges and our wins, hold one another accountable, and learn every week from amazing guests who are coming through and speaking with us. It's just been a wonderful space of community support. And with that in mind, I wanted to come on to the Cabana Chats podcast here to offer some support to our greater resort community here via the podcast. And what I'm going to share with you today are some ideas for when you are feeling stuck in your writing process or in a goal you're working on or in a particular project that you are working on at your writing desk. Oftentimes when we are feeling stuck, it can actually be a chance to reflect on where that stuck feeling is coming from and give us an opportunity to come into our writing project in a different way from a new angle to see it with fresh eyes. And we can learn a lot in these times when we're feeling stuck. But I also know that these stuck times can be really frustrating. So that's what I'm coming in here to support you with, hopefully to work through those frustrating times, maybe times of self-doubt in your writing that I can guarantee you absolutely every writer experiences, at least every writer I've met over decades and every writer I've ever spoken with has had moments of self-doubt and feeling stuck. So let's dive into some suggestions for when you're feeling that way. The first one is something that you've likely heard before and hopefully you've done before because it's just a great practice to have uh, all the time. And that is go for a walk. Uh, If you're feeling stuck at your writing desk and you, first of all, leave the environment of where you're working on that writing and you go outside and you start moving your body, um, the change of scenery alone is going to refresh and get you outside of that stuck bubble a little bit and remind you that there are other things out in the world, other people out in the world, um, and open up that perspective a little bit. But also, it's going to get your body moving, and that is so key 
for getting out of your head when your head is just eating at itself with self-doubt and stuckness. So if you haven't taken a walk today, just step outside even for 10 minutes. You don't need to listen to a podcast like this one. You don't need to listen to music. You just walk outside with your eyes and ears open and put one foot in front of the other. Another thing that I like to do when I'm feeling stuck is to reach out to a friend. This is so important for remembering that we are not alone, remembering that there are other folks who go through hard times and they're not in those hard times all of the time. Maybe they're having a great day and it's a good time for you to reach out and get a reminder that those great days do exist and it's all cycles. So I always keep a couple of friends in mind who are also writers um, and just wonderful about getting back on text promptly because that's my preferred method of reaching out when I'm feeling low with my writing. And I reach out to a friend with a text knowing that I will get a response rather quickly because that's their preferred mood of communication as well. I do recommend having some folks you know if you reach out, you're going to hear back from um, sooner than later. We have friends who fulfill all different kinds of roles in our lives, and it's not necessary, of course, for a good friend to be somebody who does respond to texts quickly, but I find that it's it's good to have those people in your life who do fulfill that role. So think about the folks who, if you're really in a bind, you can reach out just to say, hey, I'm feeling like crap today, or I just got this rejection with something I submitted a month ago that I was really hoping for and it didn't happen and you know that person's going to come through with some open ears and heart and let you know that you're awesome and to keep going and they're here for you. It's great to remember that you're not alone in this process. Another thing that you can do when you're feeling stuck is try some ways to trick yourself into a less precious space with your writing. So some ideas for that is to actually change up your tools a little bit and change up how you're putting words on the page. If you usually write on a computer, try writing longhand for one of your writing sessions. Get out a piece of paper and a pen and just write those words down longhand. You could also try transcribing what you've written on your computer into a notebook with a pen and see how that feels. Another method, perhaps, and this is something that I've tried before, is when I don't feel like the words are flowing, I'll just go somewhere just with my phone on me and get out the notes app. And I'm not a person who likes to write my stuff in the notes app for my writing projects. I know people who've written entire books in their notes app on their phone. I'm not one of those people. Um, If you are, that is awesome. But if you don't usually use your notes app for writing and it's a new space for you, I have found that when I get it out and I start just writing some things down and some notes in the notes app, I will start a whole new essay sometimes. I'll, I'll write a poem. I'll do something that is different than what I think is going to happen because the environment of the writing is different. The The space of the notes app page, if you will, is smaller than um, my uh, notebook that I usually write in or the Word document that I have open. And uh, this, is, this is actually something I heard the poet Eileen Miles speak about once in terms of their poems and how the line breaks go and the length of them and how they look on the page. And they said, you know, I often have a legal pad that I'm writing on. And sometimes I have a little notebook when I'm out 
writing out and about. And that is how the poems end up. They conform to the space in which I write them. So it's something to keep in mind. If you usually write in one kind of um, dimension of space, try a different one, see what comes up. Um, Another thing that you can do to mm, trick yourself into a new headspace is to go to a new place to write. Now, if you have the means and the time, you can give yourself a little writing residency by getting a night in an inexpensive hotel or going away for a weekend. But that is not in reach of many folks, myself included. I have two little kids at home and it's hard to get away like that. Um, And it it can be great if you can do it. And also it can put a lot of pressure on you if you're setting aside this time and money to go somewhere and it can feel very precious of like, I must get something great done in this time. Um, so there are smaller ways to trick yourself into a new place to write that maybe don't put as much pressure on you too. For example, try writing at your kitchen table instead of on your couch, if that's where you've been plopping yourself down with your laptop recently, or vice versa. If you usually write sitting up at a hard desk, relax into a soft space. I don't know, lie down on your bed with a notebook and a pen and see what happens. Just move around. Um, You can even go outside if it's nice. Go on one of those recommended walks for writers and find a good park bench uh, and sit there and write in a space that you're not used to just to... um, Mix it up. Sometimes we don't realize the confines we're putting around our thinking by going to the same environment day after day. We don't realize the assumptions that we're putting into the page just because we're staring at the same wall day after day. So try mixing up the space. Another thing you can do is take inspiration from other writing. And I like to look to other books and other writing that are unexpected. Again, it's this tricking you into a new way of thinking about words. So if you have been looking at books in your genre or looking at books that are related to what you're writing about, don't go to those right now. Go to the library or go to a bookstore or even to your own bookshelf at home and pick up something that you haven't read before but that looks interesting to you and have it be a book that you know nothing about, except maybe a friend said, oh, this is really great, or you read a great review or something, but you have no idea really about the book and something outside of your usual wheelhouse of reading. And pick that up and read it and see what you're surprised by. Sometimes we get in reading ruts. That affects our writing and gets us into writing ruts too. So if you try reading something completely outside of what you would normally go for, you might be surprised at the ideas you get for your own writing. So those are all ideas to mix up your routine. But what if you're saying, hey, Catherine, I really still want to get to my desk. I want to feel like I'm making some progress. I want to feel like I'm doing something with words. I don't want to step away from it or change things up too much. I just, I want to keep working, but I feel stuck. So here's some ideas to lean into your stuckness um, and still get some writing done in those moments. And it's about taking a break still from the approach that you've been trying, but you're still going to get some words on the page. So instead of pressuring yourself to write new material when you sit down for a project that you're working on, 
try just making some notes for yourself on your project. You are there as a researcher looking at your project and analyzing it and excavating it with some curiosity. So you're not going in there to write the next perfect paragraph or polish your poem or get the first line going that's going to open up the doors for everything to come. You're just going into your writing practice and going in there as a researcher to get curious about what you're working on, to analyze it, to look at it from an outside perspective and take some notes on it for yourself. So one way that you can do this is think about taking notes to describe it to somebody else that you're close to. You can try writing a letter to a good friend describing what you are working on. And this is not a letter that ever needs to get shared. This is just a way to set up a process for yourself and a structure for yourself to get curious about your work and try to describe it to somebody who has a kind ear for you, a good friend. Um, So actually get out that piece of paper and say, dear good friend, I'm working on XYZ and the reason that I was so interested in this project in the first place is XYZ and this is how the characters have been developing. I'm excited about this one scene that I keep working on but I'm finding challenges with this but by the end of the project my hope is that I will blah 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 and think through your project and how would you describe it to a really good friend. Now, if you want to get kind of spicy with this exercise, you can also try writing a letter to an ex or somebody you have some kind of contentious relationship with. Not that we all have contentious relationships with our exes, of course, but thinking about a different person in your life with whom you have some kind of a different past or relationship and writing a letter to them that you'll never send about what your project is and what you're working on could open up different angles for you about um, that project and how to describe it and maybe uh, trigger some ideas for the next time you do want to write some new material in the project. Something else that you can do that's not exactly writing into your project but taking notes about your project is to make a bullet list of the key aspects of the book you're working on or the essay, the blog post, Um, and you can make a bullet list of, say, key characters or a bullet list of key themes, key scenes, and look at that list and notice if there are some places where you feel sticky when you see that item on the bullet list. And you can just jot down a note here or there of like why this is challenging, why this particular item in the bullet list seems challenging to you. And then note where you write items on the bullet list of key aspects of your project where you feel lighter and kind of excited about those aspects. And if you want to get some writing done, I encourage you to go into those parts of your project where you are feeling the excitement right now to get the words flowing and then in the background you have those notes that you've made about like why do some things feel sticky to me Um, and you can just let those ruminate in the back of your mind while you're flowing on the front with um, leaning into the parts that feel more exciting for you in this moment. Our brains do a lot of work on our writing when we're not actually putting pen to page. They do a lot of work when we're sleeping 
They do a lot of work when we're washing the dishes, again, going for those walks. So if you plant the seeds of places where you're stuck and you just make a note about it, it is planting a seed in your brain to continue working out that problem for you when you're not actively writing. And then one last suggestion I'll give you today is with that bullet list of key aspects of your project, something interesting and fun you could try that is, again, coming to your project from a different angle, perhaps, is look at those bullet points of aspects of your project and think to yourself, what color would I associate with each of these aspects of my project? If you have a list of characters in a book you're working on, which color would you associate with each of those characters? Or if you have key scenes that you've listed, which color would you associate with each of those scenes? or each of the themes that you're working on in your work. And then look at that list of colors and you can pick one, maybe one that is a color of a part of your project that you feel particularly sticky about and just free write your associations with that color that you've assigned to that part of your book. Just write a page without stopping of all the things you associate with that color This doesn't have to have anything to do with your project. Just what do you associate with that color that you've assigned to that key aspect of your book? And you might be surprised what comes up around how you think through a part of your project in that way. So I hope that these suggestions have been helpful and supportive and you found something there that you haven't tried before. And, you know, trying new things is always a part of the writing process too. So Let me know how it goes. I would love to hear if any of these suggestions have been helpful to you. And if you are interested in being in either a group setting, supporting one another in your writing practices, or even in a one-on-one practice with me as a coach, the best way to find out about upcoming group programs that we have at the resort this fall and into the spring and also to find out about any one-on-one coaching uh, options with me is to sign up for the resort's mailing list and I'll put some information in the show notes about that mailing list and signing up for it and you can also go to the resort's website which is theresortlic.com. And you can find information there about signing up for our mailing list as well. I am wishing you so much ease with your writing. And I'm also understanding that we all feel stuck sometimes. I promise you that the stuck times do not last forever. And I am going to see you here again next week. I look forward to us continuing to support one another in our writing practices through community. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cabana Chats podcast on writing and community. Thank you to our podcast editor, Jade Isiri Ramos, And thank you to Pat Irwin for our music. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to Cabana Chats and telling a friend. Thanks so much. I'm rooting for you and your writing, and I'll see you next time in the Cabana. Cabana.